there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Top of the morning to you. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino coming up over the next three hours. We have Matt Humans. We'll go full blown beast mode in 45 minutes with him. Uh, he's going to tell us about a bowl game that the angle here is if the coach leaves for another job, he thinks that team's going to get absolutely pummeled. That's coming up. Nigel Seeley, great call yesterday. Extra time in the first match. And Paul Stone on some college bowl early betting with him and some observations coming up in 90 minutes. Paulie, I want to sit here and tell everybody, you know, step aside, Nathaniel Hackett and Freddie Kitchens and Urban Meyer. And even, how about this for a deep cut, Rich Kotite. Yeah, because it was uh, all time bad last night by the Saints. Dennis Allen deserves quite a bit of the blame. He's not a good head coach, but all at the same time, like the whole thing wasn't on him. The, it was just a disgusting way to lose a football game for the Saints and for Ingram to go out of bounds on third and six. Inexcusable. Uh, if, if this is where it is on Allen, if you're going to throw the ball on third and one with pretty good field position, you're not going to go for it on fourth and one. How do you make that decision? How do you blow that game? That was just as bad as it gets last night from the Saints, and somehow, some way, now they were swept by the Buccaneers on the season. Well, Ingram apologized after the game. Oh, good that for helps. him. Yep. So going back the last five years, teams up thirteen or more with four minutes left were three and five hundred and thirty. The teams that were trailing three and five hundred and thirty. Now with the comeback, it's happened twice this year. The Browns debacle against the Jets, and then what happened last night? You're exactly right. 
Why in the world does Ingram run out of bounds? Yes, he's banged up, but he he, he moved pretty good to catch the ball. Yeah, he did. And then instead of getting the first down, he steps out of bounds. And then why, of all time, why would you run that play? Well, you're exactly right. You throw it, and then he punts. And then he punts. And then he punts. I cannot believe he punted. Right. And but but that that's horrific. But what's getting lost was the stupid PI call. I mean, Aikman all over a, a, a Debo, and he's right. They can't do anything on you. Tampa Bay has done nothing the entire game since the first drive. It's second and 20, and you let Evans get behind you? Uh-huh. And then yeah, that's a 44-yard penalty. Mm-hmm. That's, the game is still over. doesn't matter about the Ingram business and punting and fourth and one. You give up a 44-yard penalty, and that makes it 16-10, to 10, and, then, and then Brady breaks Manning's record. 44th fourth quarter comeback win, and that's the season for the Saints. And just watching that tire fire the whole way, you're thinking, my God, seven wins is going to win this division. That's the thing. I I wanted the Buccaneers to lose because I wanted pure chaos today. I wanted the Saints to inch even closer. I wanted Carolina to be, you know, right there with the Buccaneers. And now somehow, like this team is going to get into the playoffs. And uh, I don't think they win this week against San Francisco, but who knows? I mean, they linger around. They play good defense. And uh, somehow they pull out these games to be six and six so far on the year, but I, that's that's what I was hoping for last night. You're right, but here's here's why it was smart for the Buccaneers to take take that shot. It's because of the dumb rule. If they go to the goal line and there's pass interference, you could throw a really bad pass. It's uncatchable. And if the guy interferes with the receiver, yeah. they're going to call. Oh, that's a spot foul. So you're going to move it down to the goal line. Uh, uh, teams should be doing that constantly in this league, even more than what they do already. Like that's why the Colts I thought were so brilliant last year. Just throw it up, see if they get a pi, and they did. And they give, you know, here's a 52-yard penalty. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I know everybody wants oh. to give Brady and the Buccaneers credit. They deserve some for coming back, obviously, down that big. But the, the Saints completely blew that game last well, night. Well, it's time scoring situation. Let, you're up two scores. You like, can't someone like get, get, let a wide receiver get behind you and then you grab them to just say, okay, here's a, here's a gift touchdown. They did nothing. You're exactly ridiculous. right. ridiculous. The game's yeah. over. Yeah. You know, the other thing, too, what turned out, and again, these are – these franchises are worth billions of dollars. And the decisions that these guys are making, what is Bowles doing? The, the decision to punt there, mm-hmm. right? Or you, you got booed? You, got, you netted 20 yards. And then the Saints go right down and score points and kick a field goal on the drive. Mm-hmm. But the one that actually worked out, and this was the whole keys, because remember, Tampa Bay's the worst team in the league, and it's historically bad on third and long. Well, that was fourth and, what, 10? And Brady was saying, no, we're going for You're it. Right, yeah, yeah. Oh, if, if Bowles listens, they're not picking that up. Yeah. I can say because I can't prove it. They're not picking it up. That's the one where the, the entire That's stadium the punt, was right. booing. Yeah, but that yeah. was that turned out to be the right call because I don't think they're picking that up. And then it really is game over. And the Saints, the Saints are getting the ball up 13 deep in Tampa territory. But the other thing, uh, he doesn't have a chance, though. Number one, he can't move. Number two, I mean, Donovan Smith is holding every play. Oh, Mike Florio was oh, tweeting about that oh, every absolutely. play. He's like, there's another hold He's and another hold. He's a turnstile. Oh, absolutely right. he was, yeah. right. I mean, he had no answers for that, the, the Saints pass rush, and that guy's a turnstile. And he, he held on the touchdown, He too. did, he did. They just didn't call him. Yep. What are they going to do, throw a flag every play? But, my God. I mean, you look at the, they go to They go to San Francisco, as you mentioned. They play the Bengals. They go to Arizona on Christmas. They play Carolina and Atlanta. You can't look at any of those games and say, yep, that's a win. That's how bad this team is right now in the <sighs> offensive line and the coaching. Oh, so bad. And they'll probably pull out three of them. Yeah. To finish nine and eight on the year, yeah, and then and the other thing uh, is, are uh, they gonna are they gonna ruin the picnic and ruin everyone's party 
because 13 win Dallas is going to go there. Yeah, take a wrecking ball oh, to the playoffs. God. Yeah. And somehow they, they beat them. 19, think about that. 19 3 in week one. How does that score look today? But that's kind of like every score other than the Chiefs game this year has been kind of the same thing. It's low scoring, it's tight, it's late. They're in these games somehow. I, I, again, they very easily could have, should have, would have been 0 and 2 against the Saints. They're 2 0 on the year. They had no business right. winning that right. game. Well they said. had no business winning all the way back in week two at New Orleans. No. It's, no. And, then, and then they lost the game to Cleveland last week. Have they played? Look, look at this now. If you look at it, as we see the schedule here, have they played well in, an, in a game? They played a good half against Seattle and a good three quarters against Atlanta. That's it. Yeah. The Rams' comeback was a miracle. Oh, they had it no was, business winning that no, game. It was either. on McVay. Last night was a miracle. As high as 25 to 1 in play. I mean, it's an act of God that they're 500. Yeah. How bad this team is in yep. the offensive. And the other thing, I, I love the guy. Brady was horrific. The interception, horrible throw. It was no good. He has Evans wide open for yep. a touchdown. Yep. He decides to go to Julio. All right, Julio's open, but he overthrows him. Yep. And, and he was but, pissed off about that. Yeah. It wasn't even he close knows. on he the pass. It. Yeah, right. You bet Evans. I bet Godwin for the first touchdown. Nice block by Julio Jones there when they tried that uh, pick play Both or the wide there. receiver screen. Yep. Good job. Way to, way to do your job on that one, Julio. Thank you yep. very much for that. So you brought up the in-play. Man, is it frustrating. That's a big problem. Um, I'm watching really the game. It's really picking up steam the last couple of weeks yep. on social media, too. I'm, I'm watching the game last night, like everybody else. And it's 16-3. And the Buccaneers get the ball back deep in their own territory. I'm like, I've seen this movie, you know, like you said, 44 times before in my entire life. i got to take a shot here in the Buccaneers to win this game. 25-1 to 1 is available, and it's a, quote, live market. Sure, I'll take 25-1. to 1. Oh, rejected? Move to 20 to 1. I'll take 20 to 1. No, rejected again. Okay. How about 16 to 1? No, reject. Okay. 14, 12, 10. No, nothing like that. Finally, I got in. A very small bet was accepted at 4 to 1. I'm like, okay, they finally took a bet. And this is multiple books, by the way. Um, I then I tried to make it a bigger bet at plus 180, plus 150, plus 140, rejected every single time. Uh, my message is today if you're. If you're a better who's considering moving to Las Vegas because you want to golf and you love the weather and you want to get away from and you love live betting, don't do it. Don't move here. The options are they might we might as well be back in the 1960s for live betting during games. I was so frustrated last night. Does it spin? Uh, it typically it does. Last spin night, no, just automatically. Oh, just automatic really jet. Yeah, they're just putting it up for the sake of putting it up. Yeah, it happened to me in the TCU Kansas State game as well uh, over the yeah. weekend. It appears they'll just keep rejecting it until there's. Tells that the odds just continue to plummet. Yeah, that's or, exactly. Or what they'll happened. just take the bridge jumper action, and hope that happens. And all the people that laid it with the favorite uh, get buried. I don't get it. It's uh, I don't understand. It's it. bad. There's don't too e- many. There's so many people chiming in about how, how bad it is with the live betting. Yeah, pl- don't even put a number on the board. Don't even have it available. You know, we're up against it to begin with because they're ahead. They're yeah. ahead with the feet. Yes, they are. So they can play God with that, right? They're, they're connected to uh, real time. We're and not. the other thing that should not happen in an NFL game. NBA, it's tough. I give them the benefit of the doubt. With pace and space now, right? And the, how quick it is, you have to wait till a timeout. That's exactly but with right. With that, an NFL game, mm-hmm. put the thing up. Let's go. There's downtime between every play. Uh, I just, I don't, I don't even want to log onto my apps, and I don't want to browse, and I want to see these numbers that are quote live, and then not be able to get down a bet. Don't even have them. Please do something with your engineers. Tell them late in games what make it make it a rule. Make it a five minute rule or a seven minute rule so everybody knows that once the game hits this point, we're not going to put them on the board anymore. I would much rather have that than where it looks like, hey, I can get a bet down. No, you can't. And I sit there, and I go back and forth for the last eight minutes of that game, 
and I can I barely snuck in like two or three bets, and I tried the entire time, and I got super super reduced numbers. God, was it frustrating? Yeah. yeah. Multiple books, by the way, multiple. Yeah. There's also this after last night. Here's your top five in the NFL draft this morning. Houston, number one. Chicago, number two. Who's number three? Well, Denver. Ah, uh, guess what? That's going to go to Seattle. Uh-huh. Who's number four? The Rams. Rams. And it's going to go to the Lions. Okay. How about number five? That's the team that lost last night, the Saints. Oh, hold on a second here. That's going to go to the... Yeah. My God. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, my God. Yes, absolutely. You can, oh, we, oh, we could oh, have a team oh. win the Super Bowl at 16-1, and 15-2 this year, and be picking in the top five of the draft. I know he's the GOAT. But it, it's if Dallas doesn't pummel them in January, how's he gonna? They're gonna kill him. You would think. I mean, the Forty ers should take a wrecking ball to him. Yes, Sunday. they should. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't have a chance back there. Just bam, got to get rid of it. Got to get rid of it. it. If he, oh man. Yeah. Bet Rivers online sportsbook here, calling all soccer fans to lace up your cleats with the World Cup in full swing. Now is the perfect time to check out uh, Bet Rivers. Log into Bet Rivers every single match day and receive a bet on behalf of Bet Rivers when you place a wager of at least 25 bucks. Bet Rivers has all the latest odds, lines, and boosts to create the perfect match day experience. Head to BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today to get in on all the action. It's a whole new game. Paulie will recap more of last night's betting action coming up next with win some, lose some. They didn't get a win last night, but this team is never dead details on that game and what happened coming up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. 
I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Let's do it again. Two more World Cup matches. Lace them up. World Cup in full swing. We get down to the final eight after today. Check out Bet Rivers. Now they've added the extra time and penalties prop. It's excellent. Over 800 different ways to bet every World Cup match. Log in every single match day. Receive a bet on behalf of Bet Rivers when you place a wager of at least $25. Latest odds, lines, and boosts create the perfect match day experience. Head to BetRivers.com or download the app today to get in all the action at Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. Beast mode. Matt Humans joins us now. Always read them. VEASAN.com does an excellent job as well. Does a great job on the, the Friday night show here with the betting invitational with Circa. And he'll give some plays coming out, uh, coming up in a second. He's been red hot. Beautiful call last week in the college hoops as well uh, with Marquette. Uh, how about an update with the contest? And uh, now it gets difficult for some of these guys because we don't have college football now. Yeah, no doubt. The uh, the bowl season is going to make a lot trickier. And here in the next two weeks, you just don't have as much to pick from on the college side, which is going to make it a lot more challenging for guys like uh, Paul Stone, who specializes in college football, the Bear, Chris Felica. Uh, Doug Kazarian still leads, kind of an uneventful week 13. Uh, Doug, Chuck Edel, uh, we got Jeff Whitelaw, pro better from Vegas, and uh, the Bear as the top four right now. Two guys who did make a big run last week, Joey Toons, Fortuna went 5-0, and and big Randy McKay went 4-1. and uh, I will say this, one of Randy McKay's best friends from North Dakota showed up uh, Friday night. We were at Megabar. Uh, drinking, you know, see, was that Friday or Saturday? I can't remember. Huh? But anyway, we're doing shots at Megabar, and Randy's buddy, I think, had one too many. Next thing I know, I look over, he slumped over the bar, and he puked all over the place. And Spider, the bartender, was unhappy oh, about boy. that. Oh, no. I yeah. can see that. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Put him on. <laughs> no one's safe with humans. <laughs> Puts him on Front Street. Uh, okay, so this is very hard. to. Um, maybe it's easy. Who mm-hmm. knows? But the handicapping here with the bowls, the opt-outs, and then guys going in the portal. What's going to happen with these coaches? What a mess we have. And and that leads us to the Kansas State-Alabama game. We were talking during the break about how many guys Alabama's lost already. Yeah, it's chaos in college football right now. you got over 1,000 players in the transfer portal, coaches, musical chairs. you got free agency in terms of the players, essentially. And Alabama's been hit hard by this so far. Now, 11 players in the transfer portal from the Tide. Five offensive linemen, starting left guard Javion Cohen's one of those guys, might be their best offensive lineman. I don't think it makes any sense whatsoever for quarterback Bryce Young or outside linebacker Will Anderson to play. Each projected to go in the top 10 in the draft. Why would they play in the bowl game? Now, Alabama obviously capable of winning with backup quarterback Jalen Milrow. But I got to think this team's motivation will be in question. You know, on the rare occasions, Nick Saban was not coaching in a playoff or a title game. His tied teams lost in the Sugar Bowl to Utah in 2009, Oklahoma in 2014. K-State just beat TCU. Has won four in a row. Chris Kleiman is going to have these guys fired up. Uh, I I took five with uh, K-State. I would still say take four right now. I like the K-State side. You can make an argument that the number's cheap on Bama, but I'm not sure Bama's going to show up for this game. And I know K-State will, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so I like the dog in the sugar bowl on New Year's Eve. Matt, uh, you were on Purdue last week, uh, as was Paulie, mm-hmm. as was I. Yeah. You got it wrong. Harbaugh, you you got to love the way Harbaugh sticks it to everybody. Uh, what's your angle here with Purdue taking on LSU in the Citrus Bowl if Brom takes the Louisville job? Mm-hmm. Good question. By the way, Harbaugh was trying to cover the number. He knew what the number was. <laughs> uh, I, I, first of all, I don't love the Scott Satterfield hire by Cincinnati. I think that's a big drop-off from Luke Fickle to Satterfield. But Satterfield's uh, move and Louisville's impending hire could really impact the Citrus Bowl on January 2nd. Uh, LSU opened six and a half against Purdue. The number moved to eight. I can understand why Louisville's top target is going to be Jeff Brom, former star quarterback of the Cardinals. If he bolts, and you got to think some players transfer, I think the Boilermakers could get obliterated in that game. It could be a bad situation. So it's something you definitely got to keep an eye on. I mean, there's a lot of moving parts in this bowl season, and that's one of them to watch. How about Washington in the Alamo Bowl catching six? Mm-hmm. Well, the key here for uh, the dog, Michael Penix, the nation's leading passer, 4,354 yards, had some huge games. He just announced he's going to return as a six-year senior. Washington won its last six games, 10-2 and two under Kalen DeBoer. He took an offense that averaged 21.5 points last season to 40.8 this season. He's an outstanding coach. I really can't say the same about Steve Sarkissian right now, and I think even though the Longhorns have the better defense and a location advantage in San Antonio, I'm not sure that's enough here. The, they won the Alamo Bowl in 2020, and Bijan Robinson, the running back, was the MVP of that game. He rushed for 1,580 yards this season. He's Texas's best player. I got to think, as an elite NFL prospect, he is not going to play in this bowl. If he sits out, the Huskies are going to be live dogs here. I like Washington plus six. All right, Rose Bowl, Utah off the huge win out here against USC taking on Penn State. Uh, Utah taking some money. Is this you? You agree? Uh, yeah, I did. I bet Utah pick him. And I, I got to tell you, too, it was not easy to get down on some of these bowl openers. Uh, you have to have somebody from out of state get down for you because uh, in Nevada, the numbers went up late. Uh, but the Utes, mm. I think they, were, they really showed their toughness in Las Vegas on Friday night. They fell behind 17-3 to a, a high-powered offense and outscored USC 44-7 the rest of the way. Cameron Rising, 310 yards passing. Kyle, Whitting, his, Kyle Whittingham's defense dominated. This is back-to-back trips to Pasadena now for Whittingham. The Utes blew a 14-point lead. Actually, they had four 14-point leads and a 48-45 loss to Ohio State last year. Nittany Lions not as talented as those Buckeyes. Penn State's top defensive player, Joey Porter Jr., the corner, is going to skip the ball for the draft. I'll take Whittingham over James Franklin any day. I still think he can lay less than a field goal right now at Circa and a few other books. So I like Utah minus two and a half. Very good. Follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Matt Eumann's our guest, host here on VSIN, also VSIN.com senior editor. About one pick that you like tonight in college basketball. Both these teams in the Big Ten off to solid starts. I'm pleasantly surprised yeah. by Wisconsin and how good they've been so far. There's some nice young players on this team, and I have a ticket on Maryland at 300 to 1. I've been impressed by this team uh, to begin this season. What do you make of the game tonight? Badgers are one at home. Wow, that's a nice ticket, 300 to 1 on Maryland. I wish I had that one. I've got 100 to 1 on Purdue, but you've got a really good number on the Terps right there. Uh, both these teams, like you just mentioned, have taken a big leap in my power ratings from the preseason. I knew Maryland was a talented team, uh, but it's, it's turned out better on the floor than I even looked on paper in the preseason. 
but the Terps have played a really weak non-conference schedule. They have decent wins over St. Louis and uh, Miami. Otherwise, they played a lot of cupcakes, and they have not been tested on the road yet. So when I look at this matchup, even though Maryland is without a doubt more talented, I think this is going to be uh, the first big test on a true road spot at a place where it's uh, tough to win in the Big Ten. And actually, Wisconsin has really surprised me mm-hmm. uh, in terms of uh, how good this team's been. That, that overtime loss to Kansas was completely ridiculous, how the Jayhawks tied the game, forced overtime, and then won the game. Kansas or Wisconsin should have beat Kansas in that yep. game. Also took a narrow loss to Wake. Uh, had a nice win over the weekend against Marquette. That's a really good Marquette team. Tyler Wall, I'm not going to say he's doing it all, but he's doing almost everything for the Badgers right now. 14.5 points, 7.1 rebounds. He does most of the scoring inside the three-point line. But you got Chucky Hepburn, Connor Esedjian, Stephen Crowell. This is a typical uh, blue-collar tough Wisconsin team that plays defense and uh, has just enough scoring to get the job done. In this spot here, I think uh, Wisconsin's a little bit cheap. I know that uh, Maryland is, like I said, the more talented team and uh, deserves respect here, but I think Wisconsin minus one is a uh, a buy-low spot here, so I'm going to take the Badgers. We'll be watching Very Friday. Good. Great job. Thanks, Matt. Okay, you bet. Thanks. There you go. Check him out. does an excellent job with the Friday show, uh, midnight Eastern, 9, 8, 9 p.m. Pacific, with the betting invitational. Army-Navy Saturday. The total's 33. It's gone under 16 years in a row. But the over would be 9 and 7 if this year's total was 33. 16 unders in a row. Last year, it was... uh, I missed it. Last year, it was 35 and a half. 17-13 Navy. (laughs) The Music City Bowl moved. It's 31 and a half. I don't... Iowa, Kentucky. Yeah. 31 and a half to total. I'm so glad they put those two teams against each other. Oh, my You God. have to watch that game. Yes. You have to. I want the over. Because it's it's, so it's, 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 it's trickeration. It's fake plays. Yeah. It's let's have some fun. And with, then you're going to yeah. hate life when it's 3 nothing at halftime. Oh, of course you will. But sure. the, uh, do you want to go, what do you want to do with the first half total Army-Navy? It's about 16 and a half. Yeah. It's an autoplay if they made it 17 and a half to go under, but 16 and a half is a little dicey. I love, love. No defensive special teams touchdown. Well, that should be that's a, a big that's a big one. That should be minus eleven dollars. Oh, calm down. I'll go on. I'll go no score five and a half minutes. I'll lay a dollar eighty. Now, how good is that bet? No score first five and a half minutes. You can find that. That's really good. Even two dollars in that range. Absolutely. Yep. There, how many passes? A good prop. How many passes in the game? Up next, our soccer expert buddy, good mate Nigel Seeley on the program. Great call by him. Said extra time in the first match yesterday. What does he like today? Find out coming up. is Follow the Money on VSIN. Back at it. Lace them up. More World Cup. Nigel likes the Portugal match under. Log in every single match day. Receive a bet on behalf of Bet Rivers when you place a wager of at least $25. They have the latest odds, lines, and boost to create the perfect match day experience. Head to BetRivers.com or download the app today. Get on the action at BetRivers.com. It's a whole new game. Paul Stone joins us now. Paul Stone Sports. Follow him on Twitter as well. To talk a little college football here. Thanks for the time, sir. Uh, are you surprised? And any thoughts on the semifinal matchups here at Circa? They they got down to seven on the Michigan TCU game 
And uh, what did you, what did you make? You made a bet on Ohio State, Georgia. If you can talk us through the two semifinals and what you're thinking. Yeah, I mean, you know, th- this game uh, opened on Sunday. Michigan uh, TCU, Michigan favored by you know nine nine and a half at, at a lot of places as the market settled on Sunday. And I really thought. Uh, not that I necessarily agree with it, but I thought the money was going to come on Michigan, and I really felt there was more of an opportunity uh, that we would see 10, you know, Michigan minus 10, before we would see them only laying seven to the Horned Frogs. So I think, you know, if you're a TCU better, uh, that, that's your tendency to, to support the Horned Frogs there. You want to kind of wait because I don't know that it's going to drop below seven. But I'm surprised at that movement. And then at the other game, uh, in the other game, Georgia, mm-hmm. Ohio State, you know, we were talking – uh, that uh, many respected betters took the uh, points with the Buckeyes. I, on Sunday, I took Georgia at minus six and a half uh, there at Westgate. As much of the market uh, was at minus seven. And then just uh, seconds later, Circa opened the game, I believe, at minus six. So, you know, it's a guessing game, and that's, that's kind of the way it goes. And uh, But I've got Georgia minus six and a half there. I, I just think the uh, – the Bulldogs, they're battle-tested. Ohio State coming off of a 22-point defeat. I think there's more questions about the Buckeyes than the Bulldogs. Okay, and uh, we'll talk about this more on this coming up, but at Caesars, they have the potential national title matchups up. They just played, as you mentioned, Michigan won by three touchdowns on the road. If that's the championship game, they make Ohio State two-and-a-half against Michigan. Yeah, I made Ohio State minus one, and, and most of the people, you know, most of the people that I, I follow and communicate with have the Buckeyes as a small favorite as well. Uh, you know, anywhere between one and uh, two and a half. So I think that number's right where it will be. Obviously, some things could happen in the semifinal matchups if that championship game was uh, to come to fruition. But I think that's right where it should be and right where it would be if those teams uh, meet again in a uh, historic rematch. Paul, what's your best guess at what happens between this Louisville-Cincinnati bowl game? Louisville huh. currently laying a two, uh, they're laying two points uh, in this matchup. And, of course, the angle here is that their head coach, now their former head coach, Satterfield, took the Cincinnati job. I tell you, Mitch, you kind of framed it perfectly. Best guess. <laughs> you know, that's kind of what, uh, you know, we never like to be uh, guessers as, uh, as handicappers. But, you know, you're really taking educated guesses at what's going to happen. And not only do you have the coaching angle, you know, I don't think there's any question uh, that Scott Satterfield was not um, universally loved there at Louisville. A lot of fans, you know, he's been on the warm seat, it seems like, for the better part of the last couple of seasons. Uh, it was time to go. He saw an opportunity. He took it. You would think his current players or the players that he left behind, rather, there at Louisville would be motivated to play their former coach. But one of my big questions is Maylee Cunningham, the Louisville quarterback. He's draft eligible. He started close to 50 games in his collegiate career. So this is a game I'm going to wait and see because I'm not seeing anything yet on Cunningham's uh, availability for this game, whether or not he will play. Brock Doman's played a lot of football for Louisville this year, uh, but he is no uh, Maylee Cunningham, obviously. So I'm going to wait and see uh, if Cunningham plays, though. You know, I'm going to try to hit Louisville quick because I think Louisville is going to be uh, motivated to play Cincinnati, a team that will also be with a, a new coach next season. Now let's go over what you played. Uh, New Orleans Bowl, December 21st, Western Kentucky against South Alabama. Had a hell of a year. They went 10-2, and two, lost on a last-second field goal at UCLA, and lost at home to Troy, who went 11-2, and two, 
You laid seven with South Alabama. Take us through your thought process here. Yeah, and you know, this is the new age of, of college, uh, handicapping college football games. I mean, everything changed forevermore six years ago when Christian McCaffrey became the first uh, player to uh, begin the so-called trend of opting out of bowl games. And there's a key opt-out in this game, that being Western Kentucky quarterback uh, Austin Reed. You know, Reed threw for over 4,200 yards this year, 36 touchdowns through the air. He can also run the football, ran for eight more. Their backup didn't play uh, hardly at all. Reed was in the, you know, he was on the field most of the time for the Hilltoppers. You look at South Alabama, this is their first bowl appearance since 2014. They were supposed to play in a bowl game last year, I believe, but I, I think that was one of the games that got canceled. But uh, South Alabama got to be hungry to be back on the bowl scene. Western Kentucky, just not the same team without Austin Reed. So I took the Jaguars minus the seven over Western Kentucky. December 22nd, Armed Forces Bowl, Baylor against Air Force. What'd you do here? You know, this is a Baylor team that there's a lot of uh, sentiment out of of Waco that they're a little bit disappointed in their bowl assignment. Air Force is a team that plays well in bowls. It stands to reason that they would be a difficult bowl matchup because of their unique option offense. They've covered four of their last five bowl games. One thing with Air Force, you don't have to worry about opt-outs. The Falcons are going to—they're going to send the roster. They're going to be playing a Power Five team. I got them yesterday at plus seven. I like the Falcons to uh, perhaps beat Baylor in the bowl game. Paul, the money, Paulie and Mitch Visa in the Sports Betting Network. Paul Stone, our guest. Paul Stone Sports Podcast and at Paul Stone Sports on Twitter. College football handicapper. Uh, this is December 29th, Cheese It Bowl. Well, you want to talk about power, right? There's been a lot of talk about that with the Alabama situation. Oklahoma was favored in every game but one, yet went 6-6. Six and six. Here they're a dog against Florida State. What would you lay with the Seminoles? You know, again, this is a situation of, uh, you know, who's going to be available. It's part of the, the informational handicap that these bowl games have turned into. And Eric Gray, Oklahoma's top offensive player, uh, their leading rusher, he's opted out. Several other players, including some offensive linemen, have opted out for Oklahoma. They're going to be one of the most impacted teams in the bowl season by opt-outs. On the other sideline, you have a Florida State team, Jordan Travis. uh, He's going to return next season, playing at a high level. The Seminoles can enhance their preseason ranking going into next season. I think it's clear they're going to be a top-ten team. I think Florida State rolls the uh, Sooners, laid the seven with the Seminoles. Okay, and Sugar Bowl, Alabama against Kansas State. Again, opt-outs. Uh, what'd you do with the Kansas State-Alabama game? Yeah, listening to, to you, Matt Eumann's, uh, you know, earlier today on the program, you know, pretty much the same thoughts as Matt. You know, this is an Alabama team that we, we saw what they did uh, against Utah in a similar situation uh, in a bowl game that really didn't matter much to them. We saw what they did more recently against Oklahoma in a similar situation. Alabama plays for the gold ball. They're not only going to be without numerous players, I don't think they're going to have a whole lot of motivation, a whole lot of incentive. Kansas State, what would a, a victory over Alabama, even in a you know a, a non-New mm-hmm. Year's Six Bowl, what would it mean for that program? Kansas State beats Alabama in the bowl game. Okay, and one more, also December 29th, Alamo Bowl, uh, Texas against Washington. What a year they had, 10-2. and Too bad they lost to Arizona State. One play away from being 11-1, and you took the points. How many did you take with uh, Washington against Texas, and tell us why? 
Yeah, you know, this game yesterday, you were seeing, um, it really, when it opened, first of all, when it opened uh, at uh, a sports book uh, other than Circa on Sunday, I think it was like three and a half, Texas favored. Then it kind of settled in yesterday afternoon at six, six and a half. I saw seven at Circa, took Washington plus seven yesterday afternoon. This is a Husky team that's red hot. Michael Penix Jr., uh, one of the best quarterbacks in the country. They won six straight games uh, in that winning streak. They beat Oregon by three. They beat the Oregon State by three. Uh, again, like you said, a two-loss team, but their losses by seven and eight points could be 11-1, even 12-0. and So I took Washington plus seven there in San Antonio in the Alamo Bowl. All right, my friend. Thanks for popping on. We'll talk to you soon. Good luck and with the contest. Good luck to you guys. Thanks for having me on. There you go. Paul Stone. The Bulls start December 16th. Two games. We kick it off. Bahamas Bowl. Miami against UAB. Miami of Ohio. And then the Paul Good's the Cure Bowl. I wanted to see these guys play the big boys, but Texas-San Antonio against Troy in the Cure Bowl on that Friday. It's a fun game. Yeah, it is. You notice it's the Oregon number? It, it, I saw it below 10. Now it's 11. At some spots, uh, Bo Nix evidently is going to play in the game. The total is uh, now creeping up to like 72 in that neighborhood right now. OC left? Doesn't yeah. bother you? Yeah. At the, okay. Wow, all these guys, the movement here. Well, yeah, that's, I don't know what you do. You're right. The Cincinnati game against Louisville. My God. The the number in the portal, oh. I think it was early yesterday yep. afternoon, was around 670. And then it just kept going. It kept skyrocketing. And it was more than 1,000. How about Sanders? Leaving Oklahoma State? Yeah. What a pickup that guy would be. They can play. You're right. The the numbers were uh, staggering. What happened? Again, point spreads available to bet on all four potential college football national title games. And how about this? Only one NFL game had a bigger right this regular season. On the handle with this game, it was huge. We'll tell you what event it was coming up. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to CallShe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, 
there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows or download and listen on your schedule. You Got to listen to Andy Staples yesterday, A. He's in studio for 40 minutes. They're free and available now, vcin.com slash podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Need your help in 15 minutes, too. Mitch needs your help. Uh, we'll ask you, we'll do Top 5 Tuesday coming up as well. Monday night football, what a debacle for the Saints. Brady breaks Manning's record for fourth quarter comebacks, 44 in the win. Uh, teams in this position the last five years were 3 and 530. That's down 13 or more with less than four minutes left. Two of the three wins are this year. Last night and Cleveland blowing it against the Jets. The Ingram seat, that whole sequence where the dump off to Ingram, he has an easy first down, he runs out of bounds, and short of the marker, it becomes third and one. They throw the ball and then decide to punt fourth and one. I mean, you're going to get it if you go quarterback sneak there, back to back. But why would you throw on third and one if you're going to punt fourth and one? And then these, this is getting lost in all this. You know, but it's second and 20, 16 to three. Tampa's done nothing the whole game. Again, uh, the off, what was his name? I, I'm blanking on the name now. Dave, Smith holding on every play. Yeah. The, the left, uh, uh, left tackle. tackle. And, but it's second and 20. And the 44-yard P.I. on Evans sets up the, the touchdown, the first touchdown, to make it 16-10. to 10. And, and somehow the, the Buccaneers, who were 25-1 to 1 in play, win that game, and now the division's over. That was Paulson Adebo who allowed that. Yes, thank well, you. Well, allowed Evans to get behind, behind him. So bad. Time, but, but he, situation, you, the clock is there. Is also their enemy. They're playing the clock. They need two scores. They haven't done nothing the entire game. Right. And you bite on the route? You know what he had to do, though? On second and 20? Unfortunately, he had only one option there, and that was to actually interfere with Mike Evans. and Because tr- otherwise, it was going to be an easy touchdown. And then again, that's the, that's to me, that flag. And teams need to do that more often. It was a smart play by the Buccaneers. Let's throw it to the end zone. And if we happen to get a P.I., we'll be at the one-yard line, and my God, we're going to be in business. Because, again, th- like you just said, after the first drive of that game, that offense, yet again, did absolutely nothing. Right. And the Saints gifted him that comeback win. Yep. Couldn't I, put I, I him away. Yeah. The stupid penalty. Can't run out the clock. You know, that oh. whole sequence that you that you broke down to the Saints offense, I'm not that guy. I, I never have been. I never will be. That looked fishy to me. What are you doing getting out of bounds? And then why are you going to throw the ball short on third and one? And then you're not going to run the ball? You're going to punt on the fourth and one? That whole that whole sequence by the players and the coaching staff. Just horrific coaching. Just but the, yeah. text the exact opposite of what you yeah. want to do. <laughs> Ingram apologized after the game. I, I just I can't believe he did that. Why would you run out of... You, There's no explanation. The, the marker's right there. Yeah. Get the first down. Clock's your friend. Ga- game is over with. 
Pretty much. Get the first down, game's over with. Yes. Oh, that's... Brady is now on a 2-15 and ATS run, last 17 in prime time. Divisional games under are now 37-20-1 on the season. And Tampa has a stranglehold on the division. At 6-6, six six, by at the way. At six 6-6, and six, right. It's an embarrassment. And you know, Mike Florio tweeted out, too, about, my God, this t- whoever wins this is going to host a playoff game. And you think, because I thought they were going to lose like everyone did. And, and, and it's like, well, is seven wins going to get this done? Still could happen. But you look at the remaining schedule, I can't look at any game and say, yeah, Tampa will win that. At San Francisco, Bengals at home, at Arizona, Carolina, who already housed them, and at Atlanta. And they were lucky to win that game. Yep. I mean, it, it, again, and Brady, great job pulling it out. Oh, was he bad. The interception, terrible. Evans, wide open for a touchdown. Yet, looks at Julio, who's wide open, and misses him on the long pass. So bad. But then again, the offensive line, and, and he, they can't protect him. And uh, he can't move. You know, So, great job by the Saints defense. But you, you can't lose that game. Your season's over now. Realistically speaking, this team is, mo- is closer to like a 4-8 and eight team than six and six. Right. As we said at the top of the show, they probably played two good halves the whole season. The whole season. It was the first half against Atlanta, and they almost blew a 21 nothing lead, the controversial roughing the passer in that game, or Atlanta was getting the ball back, and the first half of the Germany game against Seattle. Yep. I'll give you three games minimum they never should have won. Last night, week two against the Saints, and then week nine against the Rams. There it is. Never should have won those games. Right. How, they should have won last week against Cleveland. Yeah. I'll so yes. that's they're that's they're much closer to four and eight than they are six and six. And what would this wh- what are we talking about here in that division if they are four and eight, which should be the case right now? Boy, they really miss Arians. Man, and the ball and just the again, you're making so much money. And these organizations, this is a billion dollar industry. And you have Allen and Bowles, like I'm gonna I see you or your stupid decision, I'll raise you. Bowles deciding to punt in, in, the, in New Orleans territory in a net of 20 yards after the touchback. Yeah, unfortunately, you, and you know what? And he got bailed out because that actually worked out for him. The last one did. The last Brady punt wanted did. to go for it fourth yeah. and long, which are the worst team in the league, fourth and long, or third and long, rather. Third but he long, wanted to yeah. go for it fourth and long. They don't get it. It's over. And I don't think they're going to get it. They're down 13. They decided to punt. It worked out for them. But if they don't get it, it really is over. That's the icing on the cake for the Saints season. And, uh, boy, we talk about how bad yeah. the Rams are going to be in the future. Well, where what's the upside here for the Saints? It seems like they're always in salary cap hell. They, there's no you know, like real <laughs> like short-term solution here at quarterback. They don't even want to play James Winston the way it appears. Yeah, They're always injured. And, oh, by the way, right now they're picking in the top five. It's not their pick. That pick is going to go to Philadelphia for a trade that happened last year. I mean, it's just the... What's happening to Kamara? That's another one. That, the whole offense. Yeah, yeah. The offensive line used to be like top five in the league, so that's a big problem for him. Yeah. Also, the quarterback play and not, you know, when, when Kamara was first playing with Dalton this year, it was working, but teams figured that out evidently. So it's just, like again, the silver lining here, there isn't one. Give it to me for the Saints. No. They were so good for so long, and now the future is just, uh, mm-hmm. boy, it's very bleak. Yep. A good point, too, you made at the top of the show, the drop by Hill on third down near midfield. That was the best pass Dalton has had probably yep. the entire year. That was pitcher perfect. To, he thread the needle between, yep. like, I think three defenders, hits him right there, and then Hill can't hang on. If he catches that one, the well, game is, yeah. You know, I'll, I'll tell you, who's gonna, this is going to be a bidding war and lining up for him. 
How do you watch this outfit after what happened and not say, well, I'd love to get Sean Payton now. I mean, look at the drop-off here. The offense, turnover's a problem every game. Can't get anything going on the ground. Allen, boneheaded decisions. Yep. He was really bad with the Raiders the first time around. Yes, he was. Yep. Yep. The other one, too, this is worth keeping an eye on. And we've touched on it a couple times, but I... How about the comments yesterday? Again, Mike White continues to tear it up. You'd think he'd be the guy the rest of the year. They're going to the probably going to the playoffs if they stick with Mike White. Salah yesterday on what the Jets are going to do with quarterback. That's still I'm I'm still right there with that same intent. Um Zach's been doing a lot everything right. He's uh he's he's been putting in the extra meeting time, he's been putting in the extra work after after practice. Um uh, really working on trying to retie all his fundamentals together and uh, uh, spending, like I said, spending extra time with him. All the work that he's doing on scout team with regards to uh, playing quarterback the way, um, and I know people think scout team, all offenses to, to a degree run the same stuff, but, uh, you know, just just tying it all together and getting completions against our defense, just get completions and uh, and regain all the confidence that, uh, that we know he's capable of and all the different things that he's capable of as a quarterback. So, uh, but the intent is to still get him back on the football field. To come back and take over. The completions that are there. Oh, my God. That we know are, that he's capable of. What have you it's set up right now. White doesn't play well, and they lose to the Bills. And they go, okay, here you go. Back to Wilson. The fan base is going to be furious. Uh, the, guy, the team's wearing Mike White T-shirts. Yeah. They can't stand this kid. Are Wilson. they going to go back? Are they going to make Zach Wilson T-shirts now? My guess is probably not. You, you God. Gone. Locker room gone. You do that. And actually, fan base. I, now, I've been sitting Lose here for, minds. for weeks telling you that that has to be a decision coming from up top. Listening to him right there, I don't think it is. I think that's him. Well, we've seen enough. He can't play. You punt, you, you got it wrong. Yet again, the Jets got another draft pick wrong on a quarterback. Okay. But you, you walked into something, something here with Mike White. The guy's throwing. That's the third time he's thrown for over 300 yards. Yeah, I don't think he was amazing against the Vikings. Again, he was 31 of 57, I believe. Yeah, well, they had red zone issues. They should they have did. won the game. They did. But he also, Bur- uh, Barrios dropped the touchdown. That's very fair. And again, I would just uh, see. You can't. I, I love this idea of like sitting down with Robert Salah, somebody in New York, like a media member, and putting film on side by side on TVs. One is Zach Wilson playing, the other one is Mike White, and just say, explain this to me. Why is that? Why are those comments coming out of your mouth? Because look at this. It's a totally different... It's not even the same thing. Wilson's going to lose his mind. He he's, will lose his... So will more. You know what's going to happen to him? He's also going to be seeing ghosts. Yeah. Back-to-back Jets quarterbacks, you know, taking that high in the draft. Look, look at, at this. this. They've got the t-shirts on. We love Mike White. This is great. No. Sorry, guys. We're going to go back to Zach Wilson. You know, the kid that can't play. Did you let the defense down? Did you? No. Chewing the gum. Okay. 3-3 three, three late. I mean, it, just, it goes back every single year. Wow. Just because you take a quarterback that high in the draft, they're, they're 50-50 coin flips is what they are. Every single one of them. Trevor Lawrence, was. we were told that he's John Elway. Yeah, how's that working out so far? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you get thir- you know, third, fourth round picks oh. that come out and play. It's amazing. The media is going to go crazy. Everyone's going to go crazy in that market if they do that. Huh? When you're in position to make the playoffs, and it's like, yeah, nah, we're going back to the kid who everyone can't stand. Up next, win, win some, lose some. Nigel did it again. Huge props cashed in the soccer matches. And top five Tuesday. Need your help coming up. We'll get into that 
and preview the other uh, soccer matches left today as well. Beeson, follow the money, the Sports Betting Network. is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. There you go, Nigel. Said we could have uh, extra time in the first match yesterday, and that's what happened. Japan, Croatia, to be decided by penalties. Yes, plus 475. Croatia to win by penalties. 8-1. to one. More on that coming up. Exact score, plus 550, 1-1. Draw paid, plus 225. Halftime, full-time, Japan tie was 13-1. to And then the late game, a massacre. 4-0 early with Brazil, and they took it easy on South Korea. Team total over 3.5, plus 360. Exact score, 4-1. to Brazil paid 20-1. to Brazil to be awarded a penalty, plus 220 to score on the penalty, 3-1. to South Korea to win a half, plus 425. That got there, though. one nothing in the second half. How about that? 23 World Cup matches have gone over two and a half goals so far. The prop was 26. And there are 10 matches left. And 23 times both teams have scored. Taysom Hill first touchdown, 12 to 1. Buccaneers to win between 1 and 6 points. That paid 4 to 1. Tampa as high as 25 to 1 in play with the incredible comeback. Again, last five years, teams down 13 or more with four minutes left. Three and 530. Two of the wins are this year. Subscribe, be part of the team. VEASAN Pro, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these videos and these tweets. What a performance by the keeper for Croatia. He's the first keeper to have three saves in a shootout and in, in, uh, tying the record. When you look, and, and it was only four shots because they won it early. He goes, save, save, goal, save. Yeah. And Croatia wins. And wow. the other great thing is you can bet this live at Bet Rivers. Mm-hmm. How good is this? Look at the menu. What's going to happen on every PK? And they actually have like woodwork up. Po- that came in. The guy for Croatia hit the post. So what was that, 20, 30 to 1? Make, if you see the screen there, woodwork. Yeah. So what this guy, you're looking like a 450 favorite. That is fascinating about what the price is because the keepers just have to guess. But he guessed right three out of the four times that Croatia moves on. I mean, if you were able to get down a decent amount there, you're up several units by betting him to make every single save. <laughs> oh, it's 40 to 1. Yeah, thank you. It's hey, amazing. I, I, yeah, how'd it go? Eh, 120 units. <laughs> Got no problem. <laughs> Quickly, yeah, yeah sure. It. I mean, yeah, the success they had uh, with the keepers. That was unbelievable. Awesome. Lose some. Here's what you mentioned. The Bruins lost at home for the first time. They were down 3 nothing. rallied to tie Vegas, and lost in a shootout. Boston now 14-0-1 at home on the season. Couple lose some here. Uh, how about the history of the Fenway Bowl? The Wasabi Bowl coming up. 2020, canceled due to COVID. 2021, canceled due to COVID. This year, the coach of one team left for the other one. With Satterfield taking the Cincinnati plays Louisville in the Fenway Bowl. Yep. Jesus. Quite the handicap coming up in that game, huh? Yeah, right. Uh, here's another one. Goes back to the Denver Broncos. NFL teams were 0-206 and 206 since 1995 
when committing two turnovers, didn't have a takeaway, and couldn't score more than 10 points. Well, make it one in 206. Because Denver lost to Baltimore 10-9 on Sunday. My God, only the Broncos could do that. And how about this video with the Lion coming in, hanging out? I'm just going to lay down, take a nap on you. Oh, and the guy gets up and moves. Oh, he falls down and hits the concrete. That is tough. Like, what happened? They had my back here. That's a bad beat there. That one is tough. Bad for the books. Saints from six and a half down to three. Should have won the game. Heat Grizzlies under 226 down to 218. And OKC Atlanta over 232 up to 237. That fell 235. Win some, lose some presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. If your first wager loses, receive a free bet equal to your stake up to $500. Learn more, betrivers.com. It's a top. If you ain't first, you're last. Five. That's not enough, Dad! Tuesday. I've been ready for this my whole life. Top five Tuesday. Dollar, dollar, bills, y'all. Follow the money. Let's do it. Mitch is under the weather. He needs your help and perfect timing. Top five soups. Let's go. Here's what you need to do. El Polo Loco chicken tortilla soup. Oh, unbelievable. Hard to find, but I go chicken tortilla, number one. Chicken noodle, number two. I love New England clam chowder. Hit or miss, though. Hit or miss. Very much so. It varies. Yes. Loaded baked potato and wonton soup. Wontons in your top five. Absolutely. Huh? I'm not a fog guy. I still have PTSD because uh, that was uh, Megabucks. Uh, she was Cambodia, from Cambodia, and they were big with the rice and the pho, and I just like, I tap this every day. I mean, mom would come over, hey, corn. Corn means child. Con, I got the pork ribs and the rice for you, and I'm like, finally, after every day, I need, I need a cheeseburger. Eat McDonald's, something. Can't Wait, do you it can't anymore. do the same thing every day. No, nah, I couldn't do it. It was certain. too much, but that's, it got me off the pho, which uh, you go to a lot of places out here. I mean, it's a swimming pool, that bowl of pho. Thing's enormous. Oh, my God. There's, wow. It's very difficult to eat in one meal. Yeah. And I've tried several times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's gigantic. Uh, the, the chicken tortilla soup, though, at El Polo. You ever had it? Oh, God. It's really? so good. Mm. Oh, it's so good. I'm intrigued. Generous uh, with the chicken and uh, very good. But, again, that's hard to find. And I'm, I'm very disappointed. I've been very disappointed at numerous spots, not just here. You go out to New England clam chowder. That should not be hit or miss, but it is. No, no, it should not be. No, I did have it every day when I was back in Boston when I visited my relatives for two weeks. Had it every single day. It's nails. Tell you, I can't, uh, I don't know what, I can't shake this. And by the way, nothing, nothing over the counter works. I'm convinced. I've had <laughs> 50 gallons of tea. That's a bit much in the last week. I mean, it's nonstop tea every single day. The cough drops, I'm sucking them down like, uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's, they're going out of style. Nothing. I've had the sore throat and a cough now for four days. I just, it's so frustrating. So I have, you know, the doctor, are they going to give me anything today? Who the hell knows? But I'm going top five. I've had nothing but soup over the last week. I have French onion number one. My mom loved it. I can't stand it. Oh, you can't stand it? Yeah. You don't like onions? No. Is that what it is? I like this. I don't like any, yeah. Oh my God. The combination there of uh, the cheese and the onions and the bread. It's so good, and uh, Mona Mika B out here has the best French onion soup I've ever had. But uh, to your point of uh, screwing up certain soups, I actually don't think that you can screw up French onion. I've had it's like automatic almost everywhere I go. Number two, the New England clam chowder is when it's good, it's so good. I don't like Manhattan. I don't. I, I had I've had it like once or twice. Yeah. I'm like, hey, boy, what's the appeal of this? Yeah, I'm with you. No, no good. Chicken noodle is automatic. I, I can I can drink. Chicken noodle soup in the summertime. Hard to screw that up. It really is. Yep. 
Yeah, that's number three for me. I got to put ramen on the list. Mm. I've had ramen nonstop. Ramen to me is better than pho, but ramen lately, there's a, a ton of good ramen spots out here too. But again, the combination here, the broth can be so good depending on what kind of meat you get in there. I like it a little spicy. Give me some jalapenos, maybe some chili sauce. I'm not an egg guy though, so I can't eat it. Can you eat a ramen egg? No. Oh boy. Come on. Throw that in the garbage. And number five, uh, uh, give me a strong tomato basil. Okay. I, I, you you scoff at the tomato. Oh, I hate tomato soup. How do no you hate good. tomato soup? I'm not soup? a grilled cheese guy either. Never oh got into God. it. Never got into it. You know why? You've never nope. had a good one. That's why. Nah. You love mac and cheese, but you don't like grilled cheese. Oh, I love mac and cheese. Oh, oh the, man. Shauna came through on Thanksgiving as well. Oh, it was the best top three mac and cheese of my life. I can point you in a direction that would, some grilled cheeses would make your head spin. Yeah. And the combination, you well, get to dunk them in there. Also- did you ever eat bean and bacon soup? Yeah, as a kid. Yes, I did. I eat it all Very the time. Very good, yeah. Bean That's with close. bacon. And split pea and ham, but I don't have it enough. Yeah. I love split pea and ham soup. Ah, hard pass. Don't want it. I'm a curious. Because the peas? Yeah. Vegetables? Yeah. Can't, yeah. But, yeah. But 95 since I had veggies. Curious fellow, though, too. Uh, you know, like I, I had a salad yesterday. But again, the, the crouton is calling. It needs a life preserver. Because here comes the rich. Man overboard. You know, it's you know, all some I do. very so. curious. You, you're a man who... Uh, you don't really oh, explore anything whatsoever. Oh, What'd yeah. you say? Yeah. Huh? Not, not the word. No, it's actually simple. <laughs> the word, I think, is uh, the one that comes to mind. Uh, what was it, Popeye? I like what I like. I am what I am. Yeah. So you're <laughs> saying that you don't like ranch. That's it. No, I love ranch. But I'm saying... Oh! No, I love... Well, we went over this. And the mayonnaise. I know, we've talked about the mayonnaise. So we got, is the mayo bowl this year? Are they doing that again? Oh, the winning boy. coach gets dunked with the mayo? I like Miracle Whip. Love it. Gotta have it. Oh, love yeah. Miracle Whip. L- listen to this guy talk. Love the Miracle Whip. But the ranch is good. I love sour cream, too. Love the sour cream. Maryland Duke is the mayo bowl? We're doing it again? Whatever it is, okay, yeah. Just right over it. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I can't NC even. State, whatever it is, yeah. I can't look at that video. It's disgusting. Oh, that, oh the girl? Makes, they get the oh, big no, I, I don't want to see it. I'll throw up. It in no, I'll throw up. She's eating it. No. No, I can't. You love ranch and Miracle Whip, but you're going to poo-poo grilled cheese sandwiches. Yeah. It's, uh, do you put ranch on pizza? I dunk the, a crust in it sometimes. Mm. Yeah. Not bad. Try it. You definitely don't do blue cheese. Don't like it. Based on this conversation. Don't like blue cheese. Are you not a cheese fan at all? No, I like cheese. You do? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Doesn't really sound yeah, like it, but... Say, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Chowder should be higher. And it, it, it shouldn't be hit or miss with chowder. That should be a home run every time. Oh, uh, it should right? be. There's, I mean, a good cup of chowder, a good bowl of chowder is I mean, the crackers uh, superb. The little crackers. Yeah, for sure. Right. right. Yep. Absolutely. Good list. Help Mitch out under the weather. What does he need to do and what? I'm telling you. Sucks. That chicken tortilla soup. from that, and That's a big portion. Are they open early? I'm yes, they are. By there 10 a.m. That's what I would do when I'm sick. All right. Goes, uh, yes. That, it, hot, too. Steaming hot. Piping hot. All right. We'll hit some NFL coming up next. The most uh, disappointing team in the league. How about this? Their updated win total is four and a half. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare 